What is up and welcome in. It's another Soda Soccer sit down and finally a competition that brings together Minnesota's best amateur and semi-professional clubs into one tournament. The Minnesota Super Cup kicks off this summer featuring teams from USL League 2, NPSL, UPSL and more. And for this week's Soda Soccer sit down, we have an exclusive interview with the creator of this fantastic idea and concept, John Martinson. John, how are you? Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, I'm great. Thanks for thanks for having me, Jeremy. Really, really excited to be here. Yeah, very excited to have you. This is very, very cool. Um, before we get to kind of the tournament itself, um, we should start by noting that at the end of this interview, we will be unveiling the first two clubs participating in this competition. Um, very cool. So definitely stick around until the end to get that exclusive news. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the tournament itself, John. But before we get to that, kind of let's kick things off with your background here. You know, what what is what is your soccer story? How did you get to the point of of you know creating this tournament? So my soccer story um, goes back quite a few years now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm from from the Twin Cities, originally from St. Paul. Um, did the whole youth soccer thing um, for years and years. Uh, bounced around Blackhawks, uh, Twin Cities Fire, Oryx. Uh, some of these clubs don't exist anymore that I that I was playing with. Um, from there, uh, played played. Uh, I use that term loosely uh, a little bit. Uh, uh, at Augsburg um, College, well, now university, um, mm-hmm. had a great experience experience there. Um, and from there, honestly, kind of, you know, fell off. Um, played played a little bit in the MRS, MRSL, MASL, bounced around a little bit in there really casually. Um, and, and really just kind of fell into the sort of casual fandom um, at that point, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of where I've been um, for – for a number of years now, um, obviously, really excited when the United, you know, Minnesota United came along, um, mm-hmm. and, and all that, and that kind of re- rekindled a lot of that sort of uh, fire yeah. with me. Yeah, absolutely. So very, very familiar with the local community soccer scene for sure. Yeah. Um, how did the concept or idea for this tournament uh, originate? You know, where, where, where did kind of this process start? You know, for me. Um, kind of goes goes back it's it's an idea that i've kicked around kind of with myself for uh a number of years just thinking hey wouldn't it be great um there's a lot of quality clubs out there um Mm -hmm. but they're all kind of operating a little bit in in silos to a degree um so we're not seeing you know a ton of interaction um within these different leagues um you you get you talk usl2 npsl UPSL, but then I, I roll into that, even the more localized um, MRSL, MASL, yeah. and, and those guys too. And there's a lot of quality players out there. There's a lot of quality clubs um, doing some really good things. Um, and as a ca- as that kind of casual fan hat kind of comes on, like, you know, how can I, how can I experience more? Um, yep. How can I get, you know, more access um to, to enjoy, you know, the game that, that presumably we all love. Right. Um, at least, uh, from that spectator point of view. Um, so kind of looking at the lay of the land, you know, it, it just sort of made sense. Um, and like I said, this is an idea that kind of bounced around for in my head for, for a number of years. And it's obviously it's not too unique. I mean, we've all kind of had some incl- mm-hmm. inclinations of, of, of the sort of what if, if we get these different clubs together and, and really have, um, sort of that quote unquote high level uh, tournament experience. Um, 
to, to, to really vet everyone out. Who's the best players? Who's, who's the best club, you know? Um, so that's kind of where the, the, the idea really just, it wasn't really an aha moment. It's just kind of this over, yeah. over time, just seeing, you know, uh, where we could have those, where we, where we could build more excitement. Right. Yep. The other thing I look at, you know, from my perspective is, is, and I know it's sort of pie in the sky, but you look at like how, um, how clubs in Europe, for example, are really community centered. There's a lot of excitement around them, you know, even if they're not, you know, the big um, premier league club or, or whatever, but, you know, all the way down to the, that grassroots level and that excitement that comes around with things like the FA cup and, and things like that, where you, 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 you can cheer on that big club, the, in our case, the United, but you, you kind of want to have that home local feel, right. The, mm -hmm. the, the guys that you follow week in, week out, it's never really going to be a, sort of a, a big, big money or, or um, big exposure, but it's kind of what you can, what's more accessible to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love that idea that, that if we can put something together that gets this excitement going, um, fostering more of that community and getting, you know, more people involved, um, having, having these like clubs spattered out throughout the, the state coming together and mm -hmm. get people behind them. Um, I think would be would be awesome and kind of kind of mimicking that model. Although we're we're decades and decades behind that sort of experience, I, I think. But um, I think this is a, a way to kind of foster that. Have you found that kind of the the, the clubs themselves, <clears throat> excuse me, have sort of had that thought in their mind too? Of you know, especially now that Minneapolis City is no longer in the NPSL, they're in USL League Two, for example. Um, you know, some of these community clubs have in their mind of like, man, if we could play some of these other clubs that are not in our league and like competitive environments, not a closed door friendly, not a you know a preseason tune up, but really something that's that's competitive and is for stakes. Were you finding that there was a a thirst among the clubs for that sort of competition as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, the idea, the idea of, of, of rivalries that, you know, have existed or, or kind of quieted down over the years, kind of mm -hmm. um, rekindling those um, yeah. good natured rivalry rivalries um, definitely came up, um, you know, seeing city play Duluth. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think, I think those existing relationships, but then I think this, this, op, this opens up an opportunity for, you know, um, other rivalries, um, you know, you, you kind of look at, I think some of them are going to be naturally built, but you look at the, the clubs in Rochester now, um, at some point, those teams, I think are going to be some, some knockdown drag out fights, you yes, know, hopefully, absolutely. you know, right. Um, so yeah, I think, I think rivalries, um, is, is going to be a big, big draw for a lot of people. I think it's a big draw for the clubs. Um, that's what people get excited about. They want to see, yep like you said, they don't, they don't want to necessarily go and watch a, a friendly. Um, there's nothing really on the line for it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, to me, to me, it seems like, you know, the, there's a, there's a, a step or two kind of removed from those games and things like that. So um, yeah, that's come up a, a quite a bit for sure. Um, I guess the flip side of that coin is, you know, are there assurances or, or, you know, indications from the clubs that they will treat this as, you know, something that they are going to put their first teams out for not necessarily, you know, out of league competition sometimes you, you see it in, you mentioned europe the europe example you know you mentioned europe yep. even in the fa cup or even sometimes in those cup competitions you know people will you know teams will prioritize the league over those even though there are some stakes involved at those tournaments um you know have the you know what are what are, what have indications have you gotten from the clubs as far as that goes in terms of how that will be you know uh handled from their vantage point if anything 
Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I really haven't gotten a clear indication myself. I don't think it's far-fetched to say that there might be a level of that kind of depending on where people are at in the leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something that one of these clubs is making a strong run for for playoffs at the end of the season, yeah, we might we might see them dial back a little bit with with these games. But there hasn't been a clear indication. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think really going back to that rivalry thing, I think people are going to want to put their best foot forward. Um, yeah. At least as, as you know, at least as many games as possible, because I think there is, I think there is an incentive for these clubs to to mm-hmm. put the best performance they can out there, um, and and really show that they are the best um, sort of um, lower division clubs in the state. Yeah, but obviously that's going to be um, to be determined exactly, yeah. and and obviously those clubs are going to have to make their own decisions when it comes to player personnel, injuries, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing, as as we kind of start cruising into the summer here. So. Yeah, and I think for the players, it's a there's an incentive for them too, right? If you think about kind of the true uh, reason why some of these summer leagues and clubs exist is to make sure players have a place to play over the mm-hmm. summer, and the the more of a of a of a stage they can get or a, an opportunity they can get to show what they can do against high level competition, you know, that helps them from a scouting standpoint. It helps them, you know, just from continuing to you know, improve their game. So, uh, yeah, no, I I totally agree with you there. Absolutely. That's, and that's one of the things I've actually, you know, when I've talked about this with other folks is, is, is using it almost like a showcase too, um, mm-hmm. you know, for that individual player talent that's out there, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, obviously, obviously a lot of these guys have, have been looked at already and, and whatnot, but, but it's just yet another opportunity for those guys to, to, to have a little bit more exposure. Um, it's, it's a handful more games in, in, in a season that they, they can get into, um, mm-hmm. And that's a big that's a big part of it too for me is is it's it's the fun of of all these different clubs coming together and playing um but it's also it's also that showcase uh for the for the talent and for and that talent i think expands beyond just the players too i mean yeah the talent for for these clubs and what they're doing operationally um game day and all that kind of stuff uh talent in terms of the referees that we have in the state mm-hmm. um so those are a couple couple uh sort of elements that are in the back of the mind that it's, it's, it's not just this like kind of sort of one and done here. Here's a, here's a number of games everyone get excited about, but it's, it's to help foster what these, what these teams are trying to do at the end of the day. Absolutely. So I got to admit, I was a little jealous when I heard that uh, this this thing was happening because I'm sure I'm not alone. You know, a lot of people who follow lower league soccer in the state who support it um, at the level that, that we do here, I, was, I always had this in my mind of like, man, that'd be really cool if we could get all these lower league teams together. But it just seemed logistically, and you know, if it hadn't already happened, then then it probably won't happen. So like this, um, there's a little bit of jealousy in this question, John. But how did you make this happen? Like, how did you, how did you you know put this together in a way that you know we're able to get these teams competing against each other? Yeah, it's been a lot of hours, <laughs> a lot, a lot of hours. Um, yeah. A lot of conversation. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm somewhat of a, somewhat of an outsider. Um, I don't know necessarily all the players um, and the sort of, we'll say inside soccer politics. Um, so I have, a, I have a learning curve too. So for me, it's, it, you know, you know, working with the few people that I work with, but then um, reaching out and I, and I started asking questions. Um, I started kind of top down and maybe, maybe I took the long way around to get to the answers I needed to get to, but uh, yeah, it's been a long, long journey in turn terms of getting some of these logistics put together and what we're yeah. working through. 
Yeah, well, I'm glad that you've been able to put them together because this is going to be pretty awesome. Um, aside from the announcements that are yet to come, and you know, there's a ton of announcements yet to come, right? Well, we're going to learn everything as we get closer to the summer here. Um, what else should we know right now about this tournament that maybe we haven't yet touched on? Well, um, you know, it's it's format-wise, we're kind of like a, a World Cup, Champions League type type event. So we're we're taking the the top clubs from from the top leagues um, for this inaugural event, um, putting them together in a in a, in a sort of a group stage, uh, semifinal, final round. Um, so you'll be able to see see these clubs, you know, interacting a couple times, hopefully throughout the summer um with one another within the groups um so i'm really excited about that format um because again it, it fosters those rivalries you'll, you'll hopefully get to see some of these clubs uh traveling to places that are familiar and maybe some new places um and seeing seeing what grows out of that um so format wise um that's something to be be excited for um oh gosh i don't know what else we got are we putting a firm border around the state here, John, and keeping it to firmly Minnesota teams, you know, like Superior City or maybe Sioux Falls or, or Dakota Fusion, anything like that? Yep. Right now, um, this this tournament, we call it the Minnesota Super Cup for a reason. We are yep. keeping it tight yep. borders, Minnesota. Um, you know, there that is to say that there hasn't been some, some thought and conversation around some of those um, close to Minnesota clubs yep. um, because there are, they're out there. Uh, there's that – that was a hard thought that went into this initially. Um, but again, kind of keeping that Minnesota centric, uh, fostering the community within our, our state and our communities. Um, we really wanted to lean into that. Um, yeah, for sure. Now, you know, maybe, maybe down the road here, we, we, we tease that out and we say, Hey, you know, Dakota fusion, you're, you're close enough. We'll, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll fold you into this and, and see, but, um, we definitely want to, we don't want to lose sight of that, 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 mm -hmm. you know, we're supporting the Minnesota clubs. Yeah. I know a lot of people will, will see this and <clears throat> excuse me, think that, you know, hopefully in the future, maybe there's a, a, a women's version of this that, uh, that spawns at some point too, but obviously you got to prove out the concept a little bit first, but all okay. in all, very, very exciting. Um, all right, John, it's announcement time. We have the first two clubs here that will be participating in this summer's inaugural Minnesota Super Cup. Now we don't have cards in our hand that we're going to like open and, and pull, <laughs> pull the, pull the card out. Like at the, uh, at the, we should have planned, we should have planned, pre -planned that we should have, should have, but you know, here we are balling on a budget. Um, John, let's, let's, let's have you take it away here. Who are the first two clubs that will be participating in this summer's inaugural so, Minnesota Super Cup? Yeah. So, so the first two clubs in the, the inaugural Minnesota Super Cup, um, are coming out of the USL League Two. Um, those would be Minneapolis City, everyone's favorites, mm -hmm. and St. Croix Legends, everyone's very nice uh, East of Metro favorites. Yeah. So um, those are the first two clubs that we have have announced, and obviously we will be announcing the additional clubs uh, as you mentioned as as we kind of progress here uh, into spring uh, early summer. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Minneapolis City, St. Croix, just two of many Minnesota clubs that will be participating in the inaugural Minnesota Super Cup happening this summer. John Martinson is the brains behind the operation, the man that we can thank for putting this all together. And um, I'm very much looking forward to those, uh, you know, and 
continued details, continued, um, you know, announcements as we get closer to the tournament itself. John Martinson, creator of the Minnesota Super Cup. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.